Welcome to Love Your Neighbor. In this episode, we'll hear from Reverend Mark Vance, Associate Rector at St. Andrew's Episcopal Church, Newport News, on what it means to see, to have empathy, to understand each other. Mark also offers a prayer for unity. If you would like to pray along, the words are in the show notes. We'll also hear from Betsy Wolak. She is a parishioner and lay minister at St. Andrew's and will be sharing some words of hope and thoughts on fear to take with you this week. Awel negati kamaye. I see you. Say that with me. Oel negati kamaye. I see you. This isn't actually a real language. It's from the 2000 movie Avatar, The World of Pandora, but the sentiment is certainly apt. In that movie, Oel Nagati Kamaye, I See You, is a greeting of the Navi people. There are usually a couple of meanings of to see. One is physical sight, to be able to perceive what is around you, trees and roads and buildings. The other is in the sense of the ability to understand. We often say, oh, I see, when we grasp the meaning of something someone is telling us. But there's an even deeper meaning that our Navi friends are showing us. I see you, as in, as one blogger put it, to truly see into someone's true essence, the goodness inside of their soul, and to understand how connected we are. Awel nagati kamaye, I see you. It's just a movie, but sometimes movies can reveal things to us in a way that other media can't. How important is it in this time of health crisis and social and political unrest that we grasp what this is trying to say to us? And by the way, do we also not just see, but hear? This is the basis of the elements of our baptismal covenant when we affirm by sacred vow that we will seek and serve Christ in all persons. I see you. And we will respect the dignity of every human being. I see you. That's what underlies the baptismal commitment to strive for justice and peace. I see you into your true essence, the goodness inside your soul your value as a human being made in God's image and likeness, and to understand how connected we are. Racial reconciliation and justice are things that we are compelled to pursue by our faith, both scripturally and baptismally. As I mentioned on Monday, recall that Jesus said what we do or do not do to those most vulnerable we do to Jesus himself. In that context, one of the most powerful words is dehumanization. In other words, I don't see you. The inability and unwillingness to see into your true essence 
devaluing your worth because of who you are as a person. I don't see you. I don't see the goodness inside your soul and fail to understand how connected we are. So let's practice again. Say this with me. O-L Nagati Kamaye. I see you. And now let's not just practice it using a made-up movie language, but in every aspect of our life. Your spouse, your significant other, your family. I see you. The people with whom you interact at work, at the store, or at church when we're able. I see you especially the people made in the image and likeness of God who are not seen or seen as of less value by the rest of the world, I see you. Your true essence, the goodness inside your soul, how connected we are, I see you. Let us pray. And let's pray this together. Almighty God, who created us in your image, grant that your holy and life-giving Spirit may so move every human heart fearlessly to contend against evil and to make no peace with oppression. Take away the arrogance and hatred which infect our hearts. Break down the walls that separate us and unite us in bonds of love that barriers which may divide us may crumble, suspicions disappear, and hatreds cease. And our divisions being healed, we may live in justice and peace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Welcome. My name is Betsy Wolak. A few months ago, I ran across a meditation that really helped me. It was on fear. The author, unfortunately, is not known, but it came from a collection of meditations by Worthy Devotions. I'd like to share it with you today. It begins with a reading from Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war shall rise against me, in this I will be confident. And now for the story. Two hunters came across a bear so big that they dropped their rifles and they ran for cover. One man climbed a tree while the other man hid in a nearby cave. Now the bear was in no hurry to eat. So he sat down between the tree and the cave to reflect upon his good fortune. Suddenly, and for no apparent reason, 
The hunter in the cave came rushing out, almost running into the waiting bear. He hesitated, and then he dashed back into the cave again. The same thing happened a second time. When he emerged for the third time, his friend in the tree frantically called out, Woody, are you crazy? Stay in the cave until he leaves. Can't, panted Woody. Why not, said his friend. Because there's another bear in there. Sometimes fear, doubt, anxiety can have us running around in circles, just like Woody in our story. And there are a lot of things going on in the world these days, unpredictable things, scary things, and perhaps even in our own personal lives. Yet God has not called us to live in fear. He has called us to stand strong in his confidence, knowing that he is in control. He's called us to live lives full of love, full of power, and a sound mind. A minister by the name of Dr. E. Stanley Jones said, I am inwardly fashioned for faith, not for fear. Fear is not my native land, but faith is. I am so made that worry and anxiety are like sand in the machinery of life. But faith is the oil. I live better by faith and confidence than I do by fear. And in anxiety and worry, my being is at unrest. But in faith and confidence, I find peace. So let's say no to fear. Let us determine, be determined, to put our hope in the Lord once again today and each day. Paul wrote a letter to the Philippians from prison. And in chapter 4, verse 4, he says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and petition and with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Now there's something to be confident about. Until next time.
Thank you for listening, sharing, and subscribing to Love Your Neighbor.